Okay, Sefer Bereshis, Parshas Bereshis, the beginning of the Torah. Before we even begin to uh, learn and delve into the episodes in Parshas Bereshis, I think it's worthwhile, it's Kedai, to get a little bit of an introduction to what Torah is in general, and the depths and the endless, bottomless greatness of the Torah. And for this we turn to the Bir Hagra. Vilna Gaon was one of the all-time greatest uh, G'dayla Yisrael. We know his yard site was recently on the third day of Sukkot. And he wrote a commentary to one of the uh, classic Sifrei Kabbalah called Safra Ditzniyusa. Safra Ditzniyusa is, uh, is a closed book for most people. It's, uh, and even the commentary of the Vilna Gaon is something which is, uh, to, to the average layman, it's incomprehensible. But there are one or two little uh, segments, little paragraphs, that something that we could all learn something from. First, the Vilna Gaon tells us, this is in the fifth parak of the Gra's commentary, the Safra Ditzniyusa. And the Gra tells us something amazing. And this is something that we all have heard, but it's worthwhile to know what's the source of this, where does this come from. And the Vilna Gaon tells us like this. The Haklal, here's the rule. Kikoma Shahaya, whatever was, the Haiva, whatever happens, the Yia, whatever will be, right? All past history, all present events, all future history. Adoilam, forever, Hakoil, Kalol, Batayra, Mibereshis, Adla, Ine, Kal Yisrael. It's all in the whole, it's in the Torah, it's in there. In this document that God gave the Jewish people, any event that ever happened or will ever happen is somehow, somewhere alluded to it, right? Like uh, there's a famous story, the Ramban had a student, right, Avner, who went off the derech and he wanted to know where he's alluded to and um, the, the Ramban f- found an allusion to him, Amarti, Afeyam, right? Everything is alluded to in the Torah. Now look what he says. The Bilvad, not only the generalities, yeah, there's going to be a World War II, or there's going to be an establishment of the State of Israel, or there's going, no, not just general rules. All the details of every species, not just of the Jewish people, every individual, every detail that would happen to any individual is in the Torah. Anything that happened or will happen from the time he's born until his demise, b'chol gegulav, and all of his either his happenings or all of his gelgulim b'chol pratav or prate pratav. Now listen to this. Not only is every detail that will happen to every human being alluded to in the Torah, to every animal. You know, you go over to a duck. You know, duck named Sam, and every. Every quack that Sam ever made is alluded to somewhere in the Torah. Any living thing. Anything that grows. Any rock. Yeah? You want to know what the price of you know, gold is going to be in the uh, 21st century? You can find it in the Torah. You have to know how to access it. That's the hard part. You know, you know, this is not in the Hashem understands whether it's with the nekudos or the trup or the 
the gematrias or the uh, crowns or the tilei tilei the the kutzer shalyud. We don't know exactly where and what, but it's there. V'chol prateim in every detail, prate prateim in any minute detail. V'chol minumin v'yishay aminim ad la'olam u'mashiru lehem what will happen to them b'sharsham. V'chein kamash shakara ba'avos u'mayish of Yisrael kulam hein b'chol davar shekulam mezgalgalim nitzotzeim b'chol davar kiyadua. In other words, whatever happened to the Avais and to Moshe and to Klal Yisrael, they are the pre-enactment of what would happen in future generations. Okay. Now look what he says, go down. Not only is this all alluded to in the entire Sefer Torah, <coughs> It's all alluded to in Parshas Bereshis. Because if in fact, whatever happened to Adam Arishon is the pre-enactment of what, what, what will happen to the future of mankind, so really all history of mankind is alluded to in, in Parshas Bereshis. Now look what he says. Bekalalai nichla beparsha harishayna. And the generalities are all alluded to in the first parsha of Parshas Bereshis. In other words, from Bereshis Bar Lekim until um, Bara Elekim Lasis, right? In other words, not only is everything that will ever happen to any rock or stone or person or anything alluded to in the Torah. Not only is it alluded to in Parshas Bereshis, not only is it alluded to, it's, he's saying it's alluded to in the first Parsha of Parshas Bereshis. And not only that... Anybody else aside from the Gra hold the same opinion? I don't know. Who could argue on the Gra? Everybody, right? Look what he says. Uklal kilalai haklalim bepasik rishayim bezayin tevais. And really everything is included and alluded to in the very first Pasuk of Parshas Bereshis. Bereshis, bara, elekim, ace, hashamayim, yes, ha'aretz. Seven words. How many millennia, right? How many thousands of years are there in creation? There's 7,000 years. Each set of thousand, each thousand year period is alluded to in a different word in the, in the first Pasuk in the Torah. Bereshis. That's the first thousand years. Bara, second thousand. Elikim, third thousand. Ace, fourth. Hashamayim, fifth. We're, we're up to the ace. <laughs> if you wanted to know, you know, where is what's going to happen to us alluded to? It's in the word the ace. Some people say Sofayom is going to be the year 6,000. So there's no seventh variety. No, that's, in other words, 6,000 to 7,000. That's whatever that's called. That's, you know, you might say Mashiach. But that's what the Gros says. It's all alluded to in the very first Pasuk in Chumash. Okay? Kamashu Kasafti, Beparak Aleph, Shita Al Feshnin, Talyan Bashata Kadmai. So very important understanding and introduction to Torah in general. And that is, the Torah is not merely a history book of what happened from the time of Adam Arishon until the demise of Moshe Rabbeinu, but in the Torah is a hint to anything that will ever happen to any person, to any animal, 
to any stone, to any plant. Not only that, it's all alluded to in Parshas Bereshis. Not only that, it's all alluded to in the first Parsha in Parshas Bereshis. And not only that, it's all in the very first Pasuk in Parshas Bereshis. Now, let, let me ask repeated. you a question. What? Something just repeated. It's in the first uh, sentence, and it's in the first Parsha. Is, is everything repeated in the rest of the Parsha? In other words, it sounds like he's saying it's more specifically... Uh, uh, Parshas Bereshis is more generalities. The first Parsha is even more of the fundamental principles, and the first pasuk carries with it the general principles. But let me ask you a question. Is it merely coincidental that the Grah tells us that Hashem happened to allude to all future events in the Torah? Or is it more basic than that? It's not, the Grah is not just saying that Hashem happened to allude to all future history in the Torah. Hashem used the Torah to create the world. So therefore it has to be that anything that would ever happen to anything in the world has to be alluded to in the Torah. Because if the Torah is the architectural plans for the world, that means the Torah has to contain all future events. So this is not just a miracle that Hashem happened to orchestrate, that anything that would ever happen is alluded to in the Torah. It's more than that. Hashem used the Torah to make all of this happen. Rabbi Tyson said that the, uh, the Torah is not the blueprint for the uh, it's the DNA. Okay, that's a good way of putting it. Yeah, I mean, why is there, why is there a bunch of people need a book, so to speak? Tyson, we need a book. This is the... Uh, uh, so now, now, now we're going to get to that idea. And that is, we're going to contrast the idea of the Gra with another very important idea. On the one hand, whatever is, whatever happens in the world is alluded to in the Torah. Somewhere there. We don't know where. Not everyone is able to access it. But all future discoveries, any, all technology, even iPhone 5, right? It's there somewhere, right? Where? I don't know. You know? Uh, maybe Apple is the, you know, the head of the Eitz Hadas. Who knows? <laughs> Only Steve Jobs found it. Right? Steve Jobs found it. Yeah. But where, where it is, we don't know. But on the other hand, Rabbi Rucham, and this is, uh, I do not believe this is printed in the Svarm of Rabbi Rucham, but this is um, something yeah. sent over from his Talmud, Rabbi Aryeh Zev Gorowitz, Zechatag Lebracha, the author of the Maori Sha'arim. Yes, no, the Mashkiach. In Gateshead. And yeah. Said, yeah, no, yes. That's, that's the right Yeruchim? Not Yeruchim Levadik? Yeah, Rabbi Yeruchim Levadik. He, yeah. he was the Meshkich in, in the Mir. In the Mir. So his Talmud, Rabbi Gorowitz, he says over from his... Uh, Gorowitz is in Gates. Gorowitz is in Gates. He says like this. He says, Whatever is in the Torah is what we need to know. In other words, people want to know, is there a life on Mars? Was that shiny plastic thing that they found? Does that mean there are aliens on Mars? Did God create alternative universes? Did, uh, is there life on other planets? You know what the answer is? Maybe yes. Maybe no. But one thing's for sure. It's irrelevant. It's not important. It's not important for our success in this world. You know why? Because if it was important, it would be in the time. How do we know it's not? Ah. So in other words, whatever God is communicating to us in the Torah in an open way, in a way that we can't comprehend, is that which it is necessary for us to know, 
to be a successful servant of God. And whatever is not opened in the Torah, whatever is not mentioned in the Torah, whether it's the Chumash or the Gemara, that's also a revelation. That's Tarami Sinai. Whatever God has revealed to us through the written law or the oral law is what we need to know. And whatever He has not revealed to us, it doesn't necessarily mean it's not there. It may be there, as we said, everything is alluded to in the Torah. But if it's not revealed to us in an open way, it's not something that's essential for our success. So Rabbi Yochum used to say, Is there life on Mars? Yeah. But it makes no difference. Why? Because if it made a difference, guess what? Hashem would have told us about it. I know it's not there. In these, so that's in what we're saying, yeah. that, that uh, if we so don't have access to it... If it's not a difference, it, that means it's not in the... We book. haven't been able to discern all the hidden things that are in the, the Torah. I mean, the Torah says... Correct. You know, everything's alluded to, but we Correct. have to have the capabilities to be able to understand. So Hashem may have communicated, but communication also means you have an understanding of what was communicated. But we don't have that But So what Rabbi Rucham is saying is that despite the fact that everything is there, everything is there, but part of communication is that you, you know, you say, I told you, I didn't understand what you're saying. What do you mean you don't understand? Yeah, part of communication is expressing the information in a way that the other person understands. So there is a strong element of Torah, and that is God is communicating to us. He understands and He knows what we will derive from the Torah. So whatever is derived through either the open Chumash or the Gemara is that which is essential for our success. Other things, you know, you want to theorize about this, about that. It might be there, it might not be there. But one thing is for sure, it's not essential for, our, for us, for our existence. Kabbalim, Kabbalim have a higher understanding of what's alluded to. Yeah. And that's where they get their information. But even, even us non-Mikubalim, we are able to be successful Jews without knowing all these secrets. Because whatever Hashem felt was important for us to know, He communicated to us. That's what He says. V'nei shamati mehagoyin rabbeinu yeruchum imir. He used to say, Whatever is given to us in the Torah, is only what's important for us for a purpose. Whether it's to know something, or certain lessons. Rabbi Rucham cited the Rambam, The Rambam writes the following, if let's say you, you read a Gemara and the Gemara seems just to be telling me some kind of, you know, trivial, you know, piece of trivia information, you should know you're not, you're not understanding what the message is. Because the purpose of the Torah is not just to give you trivia tidbits. Every specific detail in the Torah is something that is essential for us to know and to learn from. And if we're not learning anything from it, we're entitled to ask, what is Hashem trying to teach me over there? The Teda. You should know that if you don't understand the lesson, you're not understanding the message. Whatever the Torah tells us is for a purpose. To teach us the information that's necessary for us or to guide us on the, on the right path. But sometimes you're waved away. What? Certain subject matters, you're waved away. Uh, from the understanding, yeah, so maybe there's certain things that you know, the purpose of it is to know that there's certain things you don't understand. But everything we're entitled to ask, 
What is the tachas of this piece of permission? There's no information that's given just for intellectual stimulation. Everything has a lesson in terms of bringing us closer to Hashem. And listen to this. I heard that he once added, If someone would ask me, Mars, right? If there is any living being on that. You see, he had ruach hakodesh. He doesn't call it a planet. Was that was it downgraded? Huh? <laughs> Has it been downgraded yet? Oh, no, I think right now it's still a planet, a planet, right? Not a star. Yeah. Oimer, Rabbi Yochum would say, It could be their people on Mars. It could be their men on Mars. It could be God gave them a Torah. But to us, it matters nothing. Why? If it made a difference to us, if it mattered to us, if in order to be a, a better Jew, we needed to know if there was life on Mars, the Torah would have told us there's life on Mars. The fact that the Torah did not tell us that there's life on Mars means we can be wonderful Yidin without knowing that there's life on Mars. So it doesn't mean that there isn't, it just means it's not necessary for our... Uh, yeah.